This is the Santa Trackers podcast from SantaTrackers.net. Merry Christmas, hello, and welcome to a new edition of the Santa Trackers podcast, made especially for the Tracker Elves worldwide on SantaTrackers.net. My name is Elf Crash Murphy, and in this episode, we're, well, we're going to roll reverse a little bit, because this time we're talking to and about Elf Frank Murr. Frank is, as you know, our usual host and the lead newsman at North Pole Radio News, where he anchors the news year-round on Kringle Radio. Frank will also be the featured guest this week in Elf Chat at SantaTrackers.net because you, my elf friends, have requested it as part of the annual Tracker Elf Conference, which this year is being held in bits and pieces throughout the month of December. Frank, I'd like to welcome you as our special guest and start out by asking if you really feel all that special. Crash, this is as awkward as it can be. Well, Frank, I can understand why you feel that way, but it's time you and me both recognize that people like you for some reason, and they just want to know more about you and what you know. And since you don't know much, this shouldn't take too long. So this is going to be like going to the dentist, a little bit painful, a bit uncomfortable, and likely very costly. That's very reassuring, Crash. Let's get this over with. Frank, you've always been hesitant to share much about yourself. In fact, your news reports almost never feature even an opinion from you on some things. Why is that? I like to think it's professional training, Crash. The news is never supposed to be about the news presenter or the channel that they represent. I went to school for this back in the day, and it's the first thing that they try to teach you in journalism. Who, what, when, where, and it's not about you. Are we sure it's not about the fact that you've got a face made for radio? Are we going to joke about this, or are we going to get down to business, Crash? Relax, Frank. This is a podcast, a conversation. A chance to reach out, to commiserate, to schmooze, to be yourself and show a little personality, to let your guard down, to be vulnerable and personable. Can you do that, Frank? You were asked by one of our biggest target audiences, the Tracker Elves at SantaTrackers.net, to do this, Frank. They're interested in you. They have questions. They want to know you, the real and the mysterious Frank Murr, who they think, for some inexplicable reason has to have more to offer than being the straight laced driest toast persona that they hear on north pole radio news so with all that being said what's your favorite color black black are you serious frank yeah sure i love black i wear black all the time even my cat nero is black is nero still alive frank well of course he is you know i've never seen that cat move frank he's weird Almost a reflection of his owner. Gee, I'm flattered. You know, you don't figure to be a cat person, Frank. Why do you have a cat anyway? Cats are nice. They eat less than a reindeer. They make less noise than a dog. They take care of their own poop, which is really nice. 
I like cats because they don't need much from me besides food and occasionally a place to destroy stuff. Yeah, that all sounds exactly like you. The question is one we get a lot for you, Frank. I, so don't get mad at me for asking this. I'm just doing my job here. But why aren't you married? Who are you, my mother? I'm not even kidding, Frank. We must have had 50 people ask this question. In fact, one elf, a nice lady from Tucson, actually says she loves your voice and she wants to marry you. Really? Yeah, I think it's a mercy thing, Frank. There's a loneliness in your voice that just makes her melt, I think. I offered to send her a picture so she'd lose those feelings in a hurry. Good golly, send it anyway, Crash. Do people ever tell you that you don't look like what you sound like, Frank? All the time. I could very well be the reason there's very little television news at the North Pole. Well, funny you mention that, Frank. Another one of the most common questions we get about North Pole news is how people can get the television station. Why doesn't Santa do TV news? We have a TV station at the North Pole crash. It's just that nobody ever watches it. And that's because elves are generally too busy for things like TV. Most of the time, their screens are tuned to one of the official North Pole websites or on a Christmas movie or something. What little TV news we have is concentrated on local events like Christmas in July and that stuff. We have what they call a really micro-market here, and I guess TV can't thrive in a place of our size. But luckily, North Pole Radio News is worldwide, and I get the elf job of my dreams. Well, let's talk about that a minute, Frank. We have a lot of questions here about your past and how you got to be an elf. Lots of people want to know if you've had other elf jobs besides being the news guy. No, I've been on the radio since day one, and I hope it never changes. So, were you on the radio before you came to the North Pole? Yeah, I worked at KBET in Ubet, California before coming to the North Pole. Home of the Foothill Fog, they like to call it. Is that where you're from, Frank? From California in Sector 5? Um, yeah, that was a billion years ago, Crash. I still have some family there. It's a small place, and I miss it sometimes. Frank, you seem hesitant to talk about anything really personal, like where you lived. Is there a reason for that? Really, there isn't. I'm just a private guy, that's all. But I don't have anything really to keep secret. I just don't think that detail is all that interesting. Well, I used to feel that way, but you know what? I found that other elves really like it when they know your elf story. They want to see that they're just like you or me. And that's all I'm driving at here. Honestly, Frank, I tease you a lot, but I'm not sure you understand how much mail you get here at the North Pole. A lot of people have questions about you. They, they hear you so much. And it's okay to talk about yourself. How did you get into radio? I was in high school, Crash. My school had a little radio station, and I was asked to be a DJ. I've always wanted to be on the radio. When I was in Cub Scouts, I visited KCBS in San Francisco a billion years ago, and on that little field trip, they gave each of us a little news copy and recorded us talking into a microphone, Crash, and, well, I kind of just fell in love with it. Well, how did you go from KBET in Northern California to the North Pole, Frank? After college, I went to a convention for broadcasters in Las Vegas. I was there. I met a lot of people in the news business, including Elf Rusty Bells, who just retired here at the North Pole this past year. Rusty and I became friends because I loved Santa when I was a kid. My brother and I used to listen to Christmas music on KWIN in Lodi, California, every Christmas Eve crash, and we 
thrilled when the announcer said that Santa was getting ever closer to our little town. And I told my brother even back then that that was my dream job, to talk about Santa on the radio on Christmas Eve. And Elf Rusty actually made that happen for me. Frank, I don't think I've ever heard you tell that story. And I love hearing it. You're really one of us after all. I knew that Elf Rusty Bells was a huge influence on you and that you two were friends, but I had no idea he was instrumental in bringing you to the North Pole. Did he have to convince Santa to let you come? He did, Crash, and Santa wasn't a fan at first. It took Rusty three or four years to get Santa to even consider it. Then I had to send tapes to Santa before he would give me a tryout on Christmas Eve. How long ago was that, Frank? Oh, it's been about 30 years or so. Rusty faxed me a script, and I had to read it over the phone. Santa, you know, was listening to it, and he was holding up the phone so Mrs. Claus could hear it, and she was the one who told him to bring me to the North Pole. So the world has L. Frank Murr of North Pole Radio News thanks to Mrs. Claus, huh? Yeah, I guess so. I'm I'm thankful, Crash. I really am. I'm living the radio dreams I had as a kid, and I consider myself the luckiest elf in the world. Frank, we have a lot of questions sent in by listeners and fans, but I don't want to get you bogged down in a lot of the usual questions. Good, because I don't think I should be answering those questions, Crash. I'm not good with personal things like if Santa has seen a, someone's wish list or if they're on, on the naughty list and if that's real or what time Santa's going to be at their house. I think these kinds of questions are better in your hands. I know some of the answers to some of those questions, the usual questions, but I don't think I'm the guy to give out those answers. Well, Frank, I have some really hard questions for you, questions that I think I would have a hard time with. These, I think, are actually perfect for you, though, Frank, and it's because you're a news guy with a worldview. You're careful, Frank, and believe that or not, I really admire that about you. I think that is why they call you the most trusted name in North Pole News. I just want you to understand these are real questions from real people from all over the world. Gee, now I'm a little scared, Crash. Yeah, trust me here, Frank. These are thoughtful and important questions, ones I think that are really important for you to answer. I had to go through thousands of emails and notes to get these, Frank, so hear me out. Okay, I'll do my best. Okay, first one comes from Russia, Frank. Really? Wow, I didn't expect that. Uh, these come from all over the world, Frank, to show you the reach of your work. This one's actually quite important. Okay. Okay, this is from Gabriel in Russia. He writes this, and I'm going to read the whole thing here, and in a minute you'll see why, Frank, so bear with me. Quote, Firstly, I'd like to say thank you. I've been following Santa Update for four or five years already, and I feel huge respect for you and other elves and their work and devotion. The question I have is, unfortunately, not so festive. I'm Christian. I've never supported any wars. I've always been against them. And this situation in Ukraine is not an exception. I was and I will be against the aggression. Sadly, my government won't listen to us. But since the beginning of the war, I received quite a lot of hate on the Internet just because I'm Russian. That was heartbreaking. So, is it okay for me to continue following your site, participating in the activities and so on? Or am I unwanted there too? Unquote. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I know. This has to be answered, right? Yeah, it really does. It's 
the kind of statement that requires a personal response, Crash. Well, as you know, Frank, it's only one-way communication here. These emails don't include contact information, Frank. You just can't email this guy back or call him. It's set up like that on purpose. So here's your chance to answer him right here on the podcast. What do you say to Gabriel in Russia? Well, Gabriel, my friend, my heart goes out to you. War is the opposite of Christmas, which is really about peace. So I share your heartbreak at all that's going on so close to you. We have actually heard a lot from many people in Russia over the last year, and they all seem to feel the same way as you do. It tears me up that people give you a hard time online just because of where you're from. And, of course, we welcome you to our websites, Gabe. All the people of every land are welcome. That's the miracle of our times. The Internet puts us in places where we couldn't be before. Kringle Radio is heard in Russia and in North Korea and in China and Iran and other places where freedoms are somewhat restricted. And that's all thanks to the Internet. So please stay with us, Gabriel, and celebrate your Christmas with us. Amen to that, Frank. Perfectly said, too. Crash, is Santa aware of this message from Gabriel? Yeah, it actually went to him long before I found it, Frank. Good. I think it's important that we share messages like this that come in from people like Gabriel. That's the one thing in the past couple of years I've struggled to understand, Crash. A lot of people are going through a lot of really difficult things right now, and I don't know how Santa handles all of it, frankly. The heartbreak of some personal situations makes it kind of difficult, I would feel, to even think of Christmas sometimes. Yeah, but don't you agree that this is what Christmas is for, Frank? Don't you want to send Gabriel a big Christmas tree or something? Yeah, I do. I, I, that's the perfect way to think about it, too. Gabriel, please stay with us and have a Merry Christmas. You're among friends here. Frank, here's another note here. It's addressed to you, too. It, here it is. Quote, Dear Frank, if Santa listens to you, then I feel I should listen to you. I started many years ago, back when I had stopped believing in Santa, and you brought me back just through the news, unquote. And that's signed by a lady named Gloria. She lives in the United States, and she's been a tracker of for about five years, Frank. What do you say to Gloria? Well, I say thank you. Is that all? Well, in the news business, they teach us about things like balance and being fair in your reporting to, you know, just tell the truth. So I'm not in the efforts of trying to get people to believe anything. So to hear Gloria say that the news brought her back to belief in sin is kind of humbling for me. I know that's not me. That's just news doing what it does, spreading truth to people and letting change come to them through their own minds. It's a humbling thing to go through. As elves, we get a lot of heat for being elves. We all get bullied to a degree, don't you think, Crash? Yeah, it's part of being an elf. Yeah, so when someone says something like what Gloria just said, it really gets your attention. It makes me want to try harder at doing all the things that we do, Crash. That's a great point, Frank. Last question here for this episode, and it's a good one. Elf Juanita, who says she's from Mexico, writes in to ask, quote, Mr. Murr, what was the biggest thing that surprised you about living at the North Pole when you first got there, unquote? Oh, yeah, that's a great question. Everyone wants to come to the North Pole, especially if you grow up somewhere else and you want to be an elf. I was no different. I couldn't wait to get here. Couldn't wait to ride in a sleigh. I couldn't wait to be an elf here. But none of it's like I was imagining it. And I think 
That's because I was influenced by movies I would watch or TV shows I would see. That Rudolph special came out on TV when I was a kid, and I loved it, of course. And for the longest time, that was the image I had of North Pole living. And it's not even close, Crash. I I was most surprised to see that elves are just normal people. They aren't short, necessarily. They don't have pointy ears. They don't all talk funny. They're just people. And Santa's just a person. He's not a superhero. He's just a man. And that was the amazing thing I had to wrap my head around. The North Pole is full of just regular people doing magical things, Crash. That was a revelation to me. Frank, thank you for taking the time to answer these questions. You'll have the chance to do it again this weekend in Elf Chat. Are there any plans for that event? Well, it's supposed to be about the Tracker Elf Conference and working as a tracker off. And we want to talk about that, Crash. It's not about Frank Murr. Okay, Frank, that's noted. I'll be there giving you moral support. And that's it for this episode of the Santa Trackers Podcast, friends. We thank El Frank Murr for sharing some amazing insights and information and look forward to his radio news reports to come in the weeks ahead. From North Pole Radio News, the Santa Trackers Podcast, and Kringle Radio, I'm Elf Crash Murphy on the Kringle Radio Network. 